0: You're listening to PetLiferadio.com.
1: Hello, welcome to My Dog Digs Dirt. Are you a fan of those adorable cat videos? I am. Well, if you are, it's probably no big surprise that they've done actual studies proving that watching cat videos on the internet can boost a person's energy and create positive emotions. In fact, cat ownership continues to rise. There are over 93.2 million cats owned in the United States alone. On today's episode of My Dog Digs Dirt, let's take a look at the wonderful world of cats, including the brave new sport of cat agility with International Cat Association Specialty Judge Cheryl Hogan. I'm your host, Lauren Collier. We'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat beautiful couture patterns for your pets including custom knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting and even sports themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: My Dog Digs Dirt is back with Cheryl Hogan. She's a specialty judge with the International Cat Association and mom of Kitty's Liberty, a gorgeous Scottish fold, so pretty, along with two of her daughters, Ginger and Latte, along with a rescue kitty named Havana. Havana. All of them so pretty. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks so much for being here. Hi, good morning. I'm thrilled to be with you. Obviously, you are a huge animal lover. You have those beautiful kitties. How did you get started with the International Cat Association?
0: Well, I guess I started, uh, my grandfather and I showed quarter horses when I was a kiddo. And I think once you show anything, it kind of gets in your blood. (laughs) then when my grandfather passed away, I couldn't continue the horses. So I was kind of missing something to show and I've always loved kitties and I thought well you know I think I'll just go get a cat but I never in me, in years dreamed of showing it at that time I just wanted to go find a new kitty and so I went to a cat show and I fell absolutely head over heels in love with this beautiful little Berman kitten I found out that I thought then it was a Himalayan it was a Burmese kitten and I thought it was getting a really good deal because this Himalayan, I knew everything. You know, I worked for a veterinarian, so I knew everything, of course. And I just knew I was getting a good deal because this little Himalayan had all four white feet, and I knew Himalayans weren't supposed to have all four white feet. So when I asked the lady how much it was, I nearly fell out of, I mean, I just could not believe it. And she said, oh, but he's a show kitten. You could take him and show him and, and, you know, and just have a one, I thought, Show him. Mm, Well, so that's where it started. It was kind of an accident, and I just fell in love with him and couldn't help it. Went to my first show, and I took a best kitten in show out of
1: fifty kittens, and that's it. And the rest is history. That's terrific. I mean, you know, it always amazes me about all the different types of cat breeds there are. I guess your association recognizes 53 of them? Yes, that's correct. I think we're at 55 now, in
0: 55. fact. 55, wow. It, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. You know, everybody knows the Siamese and the Persians and maybe the Himalayans, you know, and maybe one or two more other exotic breeds, but 55, people really just can't believe it. But we have a beautiful breed poster, Tika did, that I think will be available on your website. But yes, it lists all the 55 breeds. Many of them come in other colors than what you'll see listed there. But that's the breed type for sure. All of the fifty five are listed there.
1: Now, you're a specialty judge. So I always wonder, how do you know, I mean, when there's 55 breeds, how can you possibly know, you know, what would be the best? Is that why you specialize in something? That's a real good question. <laughs> Each breed has
0: a written standard of perfection. This okay. says the perfect example of this breed should say be big boned and short bodied and wow. very broad in the chest and it goes down to even eye shape and ear wow. placement on the head. I mean it's very, very detailed. And yes, each of the judges do need to know those standards. Um, you just commit them to heart. And uh, it takes a while when a new breed is recognized. As long as it takes for that breed to gain championship status, it takes that long for the judges to become familiar with all of the details of that new breed. So it's long timing, and it's good for both the cats and the judge. So, uh, and then we compare the cats to that standard as opposed to one another. I see. So, so it's,
1: it's each the, the breed, best Siamese not, is
0: right. not right. And then when you get down to your top 10 cats, best of the best cats in show, then you're still comparing it, does this Persian
1: meet its standard better than this Siamese beats its standard? So, it's, so it's, you're still comparing right. it to the standard. So you're not comparing one breed to another breed. It's what is the best right. in that breed. Yes. It's, it's, so it's really exactly. like Westminster then. It's like the dog shows. It is very similar, yes, uh huh. It sure is, and I have been to cat shows and I love them. But maybe for listeners who haven't, what can they expect? Because you know, when you see a dog show, the dogs, of course, are paraded around, you know, on their leashes. But for the cat show, it's different. So let's talk about that because it's so much fun. I mean, if you haven't, it's, been listeners, you got to go, right? Right? It's, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and we really
0: embrace the what we call the household pets. And those are the rescue kitties, the kitties that adopted you, the the cats that you may not know the the pedigree on. And and they may have no particular, well, they've obviously got a pedigree, they have parents. But but they're not purebred cats. And we embrace those just as as strongly as we do our championship cats. Oh, I Um, love that. So you can pick up your kitty and give it a bath and trim its little toenails. And bring it to a cat show, and you could win Best Cat in Show. You would be in that. your class. Right. We have, you know, different classes, but yeah, everybody's welcome. And we have a junior uh, exhibitor class where the, the kids under 18, and my grandchildren started when they were five, ah. showing their own cat. Now, the kids are judged in those rings and not the cats. So right. it's just a whole lot of fun, and it's great family fun. It's it's fun just to come watch. It's fun to get
1: involved. We also have agility. Oh my gosh, how yes, much fun oh, is that? Oh, I love that? that. You know, originally that's how I called you because I said this is just... <laughs> I, I did a pet show for many years, a, a television show and and we had uh, a couple of segments on cat agility and somehow the cats didn't really care but it was so much fun. So how did you start it to incorporate that into uh, your cat show? Well, you have to... Well, first
0: of all, you have to have an enclosed ring, where the, the yeah. dogs, you don't know, the dogs are on a leash, but the cats are running loose, so we had to have an enclosed arena, and that's kind of an interesting thing to try to make, you know, to get the, the walls and the ceiling and everything <laughs> else closed off, but that's a challenge, but once we overcame that challenge, then it was just great fun, and the cats just adore it, where dogs might be working to please their owner, well, no, maybe cats, that's not quite what uh-huh. motivates them, quite like a dog, but they love to chase setters or maybe the little red laser dot or something, and that's how the cats are encouraged to go over the jumps and through the hoops and through the tubes and through all kinds of fun course uh, action just like it would be for a dog, but it's so much fun watching those kitties, and once they get the hang of it, that they know they get to play their way through all this fun stuff. Oh, it's on then. I mean, it's on. It's great fun. You can practice in your home, too, or you can start by uh, maybe turning a chair down on its side or um, if you have some kids' toys or something that they could maybe jump up on or over or through and just start playing with them and go across the sofa and down the back and, you know, just take them around the house, maybe up the stairs and down with your feather or teaser or toy, whatever their favorite toy is.
1: And um, you can get them going right there in your own home. It's too much fun. And then you can come to a show. Sure, sure, right? you bet. So, and, of course, when we give your website and such, a, that's how our listeners can really get involved. Because, like you said, and I so agree, it's such a family affair. You don't have to have right. the most beautiful cat. You can still go and have fun. Yes, absolutely you can absolutely you can. What I love about you guys is that you embrace, as you said before, not only pedigree kitties, but also kitties for adoption and uh, ones that might not be. So let's talk about your mission there, because it's also important that you oversee and you protect the pedigree breeds. Why is that so, Cheryl?
0: Well, you know, it's just very important that these cats have been around for years and years and years. They Originally, I guess it started over in Europe, and probably it started, I think the first breed recognized was the Persian. And breeders just from centuries ago started working with these breeds to develop a cat that Mm -hmm. suited their needs. Maybe because of the Persians, it was probably in a colder area, and they needed a mouser and whatever and whatnot. And that's how these different breeds, of course, in Thailand, you wouldn't want a long-haired cat. They want the shorter-haired cat. And uh, maybe sometimes they needed to be a certain color or a pattern to blend in with their uh, surroundings. So it's very important. You know, some people want a cat in their house that just swings from the rafters and has Uh a ball and never, you know, just fun, fun, fun all the time. And that person would want an Abyssinian or one of the the higher energy breeds. And some people want just the opposite of that. And so they would want to look at a different breed, maybe the Persian or the Himalayan or we call those the Pick them up and dust under them, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, like, there's just different breeds for different people. And I think it's very important to hang on to those characteristics in the different breeds. So uh, some of them, you know, worked on ranches and worked on farms. And everybody has a different place and a different thing that they do. And, and I think it's important to be that diverse for people to choose the kitty that's they most loved.
1: Now, Cheryl, are there certain breeds that you recommend? Do you help people find a breed, as you just said, that might be right for them? Absolutely. Know, yeah, because I know that the association also is big on education, and I think that's so important. I really applaud you for that.
0: Well, the last thing any reputable breeder wants is to sell a kitten to somebody and they find out that's not the kitten that they wanted. Right. You know, so first of all, our breeders are are very into education. We want our cats to go to the perfect home. And then that's probably. I'll get off into my personal stuff if I go any uh-huh. further than that. But, but I think that's very important that people uh, get to know a breeder and and ask them. You know, I mean, well, what's this cat like as an adult? Yes. And okay. most all of the breeders will let you know. We also on the Tika website have, if you'll click on each individual breed. We have little thumbnails there that you can click on the breed. We have a brief history, and it'll give you a, a little bit of the history, some of the traits of the breed. It's short and sweet and concise, but it's a good place to start. Absolutely, it, It'll help you maybe rule in or rule out particular breeds that you want to look further into.
1: I think it's so important because there's so many. So, you know, the choices are endless, but you want to uh, match up the one that's correct for you, be that a breed or be that a rescue cat, and you help with all sure. of that. Yes, so uh, we're going to take a short break, but My Dog Digs Dirt we will be right back.
0: So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear, the rescue dog, was actually... He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur, and LeVette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work, so I've been hearing Dynovite on the radio for years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until I was just at a dead end, and then it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin, and all right, <laughs> I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dynovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. He makes us feel like we saved him. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynovite for 90 days. I wish that we would have started the Dynavite right away. It would have been so much easier. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. Are you having trouble getting the word out about your new pet product or invention? Let WhiteGate PR open the gate to your marketing and public relations efforts. We've been specializing in public relations in the pet industry for over a decade. From press releases to media relations and publicity to pet trade shows and launch events to social media, the pet-friendly team at WhiteGate PR has you covered. If you listen to the wise words of Bill Gates, he says, If I had $1 left, I'd spend it on PR. Learn more at whitegatepr.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. <laughs>
1: My Dog Digs Dirt is back. We're here with Cheryl Hogan. She's a specialty judge with the International Cat Association and, of course, a huge pet lover. So happy to have you back, Cheryl. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. So when you're at the shows, does it ever surprise you at all the cat lovers out there or the different cats that you see? It must really be a wonderful experience for you because you see it from a different aspect as a judge.
0: It is. It's absolutely wonderful. I think the funniest sight that I've ever seen, I've judged since 1986, and I think the funniest thing I've seen in all those years was this huge Maine Coon, big old brown tabby mammoth cat. I'm telling you, this cat was huge. And he was coming up to the ring by about a little four-year-old girl. And she had this cat draped over her shoulder, and it reached her waist in the back, and the tail was dragging the floor (laughs) in the front. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. So you just There's always something fun going on at the shows. There's somebody, you know, doing something funny or maybe a kitten just acting crazy in all the rings. It's, it's always something fun going on. Always something different. You know, when you deal with live animals
1: and humans, it's always, always something going on. Uh, and I know many of them are awarded uh, different kinds of titles. It's not just best cat. Uh, what are some of the other things, you know, that you can compete for? If you, if you maybe you want to get involved, you're sitting there listening to this and you say, I want my cat. Uh, how can somebody get yeah, involved? You yeah, sure. yeah, you bet.
0: You bet. Well, the, the way that works is you go to the shows and you earn points for every cat that you defeat. You earn points for winning in the top 10 finals the best of the best cats in each judge's ring, then you earn points for that. And those points are accumulated, and that is how you eventually earn your championship. Okay. Then you will continue earning, and then you go to your grand champion. And then we have double grand, triple grand, wow. quad grand, and the top of the line is our supreme grand champion, and that's that takes a while to achieve that. And it's not for every cat, not every cat makes it to that level. But that's where they're all trying to get to. <laughs> that's the goal yeah. that each cat would like to
1: achieve. And then what, if you achieve that, what would the cat then, you know, be a cat that might have, you know, kittens that would be desirable or a, it's, yes. it's prestigious as well? I mean, the same as the dog world, I think, right? Right. Exactly right. It just tells
0: you that this is a cat that meets and almost exceeds what the breed standard calls for.
1: Right. So those are like one in a million, like a diamond in the rough type thing? Yeah, they're not yeah. one in a million. but right. But they're they're one in quite a few, I guarantee. Oh, they're so great. So it probably doesn't surprise you uh, when you see now the Internet is flooded uh, with, you know, the cat videos. Oh, when I just surprised. love it. I love yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Too much fun. Like the grumpy cat and all those, right? It took a while. Yeah. Every uh, commercial has a cat. I mean, they're so wonderful. What would you tell our listeners for someone who's out there thinking about maybe uh, getting a cat? What should they know?
0: Well, I think, you know, it's, I hate to compare cats to dogs, but those are kind of our two choices. Yeah. And dogs are great if you have the time to walk them and exercise them. And maybe have a little bit larger space if they need to run some during the day. Cats are so much easier, I think, because mm-hmm. you don't have to walk them. You don't. You can leave the you know leave town for the weekend, and they'll be perfectly fine. Fill up their their bowls with food and bowls with water, and throw in a little extra cat litter in the litter pan, and you're good to go for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And of course, dogs you can't do that with. I think cats are very people-oriented until you have owned an indoor kitty. And I'll throw indoor in there because a lot of people are like, oh, I know cats and (laughs) <laughs> they're aloof and they're standoffish, but once you've owned an indoor kitty that you know is used to letting you take care of them, uh, right. there is nothing sweeter, uh-huh. more dependent, more loving, you know, toward you in the whole wide world. The, the cats that live outdoors they have to be a little tougher to survive. To, to survive, uh, so you know, but those indoor kitties they are wonderful, and once you've once you've been around an indoor kitty, you'll you'll know that they are just absolutely super sweet babies that's
1: terrific and
0: would make a wonderful pet
1: oh absolutely so we encourage our listeners to find out more um cheryl it's the international cat association where can people find you i know you have a website
0: we do it's tica t-i-c-a that stands for the international cat association dot org and i and facebook yeah Yes, uh-huh, absolutely. Under the International Cat Association, you can find us there as well.
1: And also, I think, on um, Twitter, right? Yeah. Twitter, yeah. I think we're everywhere. <laughs> well, we're everywhere. And it's wonderful, again, because it's cat shows, it's education, it's uh, meeting fellow cat lovers and finding out so much. And uh, also, you guys are big on rescue. Uh, really, it's a wonderful organization. And if somebody wants to join, would they go onto the website, then, Cheryl? Yes, they could do that. What I would suggest they do is look up their regional director. We
0: have different people in charge of different areas of the country. And you can find that under the Contact Us button on the webpage. Look for your regional director and contact them. Uh, You can also, on the website, find our show calendar. And that will list all the upcoming shows in all the various areas. And we are all over the world. So just because you see a show in Istanbul, you know, you probably don't want to go to that one <laughs> if you live in, in Poughkeepsie or something. Right. So, you know, right. find a show close to you that's coming up. And you can also go there and just uh, start talking to people. Uh, maybe ask to talk to the show manager or somebody with the club that's putting on that particular show, and uh, let them know that you're interested in maybe becoming a little bit more involved. Could, is there somebody there that could show you around? And absolutely, I'm sure they'll find somebody to take you around and show you all the ropes.
1: Fantastic! So it's www.tica.org. Cheryl, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Um, and I everybody, thank everybody. Thank you so much. I thank everybody for listening. This has been My Dog Digs Dirt. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on
0: PetLifeRadio.com.